0: chat gbt physical ids and miss italy protests this ain't your mama's podcast it's the chico demand well show let's get it Some shit that needs to be said, man, about this whole fucking this, just this feminism, whether it be first wave feminism or modern day feminism, like this past weekend, I had a ton of fucking feminist arguments and some things that I noticed that they all have in common is that they tend to boil down to the, to the retort will men do it too will men do it too will men do it too what about when men do it but there or they say something like but there's also women that don't do that, and there's also women who don't do that it's like you are a perpetually endless victim like it's just perpetual victimhood and we all know in america being a victim is is the best role you can have like the best thing you can do in america is be a fucking victim why would you ever want to prosper? Like, Why would you ever want to be somebody who has everything you want? It's better to be a victim and then you, be, then you prosper. But then you can't prosper too hard because if you're prosperous, you lose your victimhood. And if you lose your victimhood, then you lose your power. And if you lose your power, you start acting like some of these trans ideologues or these fucking weirdos that can't have a conversation without walking out the room or getting all fucking bent out of shape. You know, the shit's weird. I think feminism is a problem. If you look back into my earlier episodes, you'll realize I said gender ideology is the only it gives the only freedom without responsibility. Feminism is also a member of that club. I was talking to my sister about this, and she would tell you she identifies as a feminist, but she would explain it as so to where she walks among a particular line to where she's not like a typical feminist, and she's not hip. With all the modern-day customs of feminisms that women who women who espouse the ideology tend to have. So, my sister's a big believer in the whole like black people I, I, uh, black people are still being held back. She says I'm not in the corporate workplace, so I don't really have the point of view of how black people are being held back, which could be true. I'm not in the corporate workplace. I don't kind of want to be in the corporate workplace because I don't like incompetent authority figures or overbearing micromanaging authority figures. I don't like corporate procedures. So I tend to try to stay away from those kind of environments. (laughs) Nevertheless, I don't think it's still happening. I I mean, to, to a degree where we need to like pay attention to it or make any kind of drastic change to address it. Like I asked my sister, what is it that women don't have? Like, what is it that feminists need? Like feminists have everything. Women have everything in society right now. And when I asked that question, she's just overcome with shock and she just can't believe some words even left my mouth like that. Like she's just like, (laughs) and it's like answer the question what don't women have women have it so good right now there are more women in academia there are more women entering fields which were either male dominated or had a higher percentages of male in the past more women over the age of 30 for the first time in recorded history don't have a child and are more focused on their careers and I ask like, and my sister claims it's to it's to show that they are not defined by men. She claims it's not to show that they're not defined by men, but to to claim that they don't to display that they don't need a man to. Like, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to not say what she said. Like, it stems from women wanting to show that. The autonomous areas of their life don't need interference by men. And my response is, I think women have done that. I think women have done an amazing job at that. There's no more need to display this because you're looking at female CEOs. You're looking at women. Women get everything they want. Why are so many men? Well, why are more men single nowadays? One, because women don't want to get married. Two, because women view this marriage as like slavery or they view it as a part of the patriarchy. And three, men don't want to get married. Men don't want to get married because it's a losing deal. So what if I offered you this? You could meet a woman. You guys could fall in love. You guys could get engaged, get married. Now, once you're married, Everything's got to go swell. Like, she's got to be happy. She's got to be happy. If you're not happy, then she's not going to be happy with your unhappiness. So everything's got to go good. Let's say things don't go good. So now we're talking divorce. You get the divorce, and unless you're some female CEO marrying some beta buck, some cuck fucker, unless you're one of them, typically you're going to be a guy who's, you know bringing the bread home. You're trying to provide for your wife. You're trying to fit within the role of a man. So if she leaves, you could end up paying her alimony. She could end up getting half of your shit. She could end up, if you got children, she could end up putting you on child support. Why the fuck do I want that? Why do I want that potential? Why do I want that risk looming overhead well, I could just be with this woman. Like, I could just be with the woman every day. We don't gotta get married. I can still provide for her. I can still do everything. I can still love her to death. I can still take care of the children. And I could just skip the whole fucking party. Wedding is like nowadays just a party for women. Like, women just want a fucking party. You know? And I'm also tired of when I say things like that. Instead of accepting any responsibility, which women are terrible at most often, it's like, but what about when men, when men force, force women into relationships? I'm like, sweetheart. Y'all say it's not 1937, but y'all talking about things that happened in that time. Like, it's not 1937. Men aren't forcing women into relationships. How the fuck can we? It's way too sweet a deal for you to be on your own. Why the fuck can man force you into a relationship? It's it's, it's ludicrous. Men aren't forcing women into relationships. This is just tall tales of narratives that once took place. These things once happened. And now since they once happened upon a time, it's like... (laughs) Now we just got to factor that shit in in the present day. No, women are not being forced into anything. They say men make all the money, men own all the jobs, men own all the la. Yeah, like, what do you mean men? What men? I like just walk around the city of Detroit. How many men are owning all the businesses and, and fucking fucking all the women and doing Where are they? Where are they? Jordan Peterson explained the best in, in a GQ interview with that lady. I wish I got to remember her name, but she did a great job. But you're taking a small percentage of men. You're taking a very small percentage and you're spreading that out to represent the entirety of men. You're taking the men who fit the mold of your argument, which men own all of this, men own all of that. And you're just applying that. You're painting the average drove with that brush. like, It's just not, it doesn't make sense. Any woman that's making six figures is probably making more money than like 50% of men. Like if you're making six figures. So it's like, what the fuck are you really complaining about? Talking about pay gap and all this shit. They want to talk about the issues, but they don't want to talk about why they're there. Or they want to say that men do it too. And the first thing I hear when they say men do it too is like, well, you're not a man. If you want to be a man, you can't. Sorry. It's not even like an exclusive club, which you just can't gain access to. It's just like, you just can't. That ain't how the dice roll for you. You know, women want to be men, but they don't want the responsibility of men. Women want the double standards that benefit them, and the double standards that don't, they want to discard. It doesn't work that way. And women don't seem to realize that they hold the ultimate responsibility. They hold the ultimate power overall with their ability to create life. None of these men would be here to take their space if it weren't for for women. And when I say take their space, there wouldn't be no men to just be all the CEOs or fucking own all the money, own all of this, own all of that. You know, there would be no men without women. Women create life. Women hold the ultimate responsibility to breed responsibly, to pick responsible men, to procreate with because those people are going to become the future. And you see what the fuck the future is now. A large minority majority of, of blue and pink and purple hair weirdos espousing incorrect, flawed, fallacious ideologies. And they're trying to inculcate a generation of children with them. It's not the bulk of feminism, but it definitely, it definitely has the same fuel, the, the same gasoline that feminism has. Which is terrible. Both of these things will destroy civilizations. And when you tell women this, they don't think it will destroy civilizations because it's just women fighting for their right to have the choice. Like, women have the choice. Why are you still fighting for something you had? That, that, that you have, I mean. Like, what women said, I want to have a career. And some guy comes along and say, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You in this career shit? Uh-uh. No. Get your ass in there and wash my dishes. That's not, no. If it is happening, it's minutia. Like, come on, man. This shit ain't happening. If a woman want to go out and start a business, what's she do? Start a business. If a woman want to have kids, she goes out have kids. If a woman want to be single, she can be single. If a woman want to do OnlyFans, she can do OnlyFans. But she wants to do OnlyFans without the shame of being an Internet whore. Because that's what you are. You're an Internet whore. If you do OnlyFans, you don't want that shame. But guess what? You're stuck with it. Women want to have their cake, eat it too, pick the bakery and the 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 restroom in which they defecated out and nobody in life gets that many choices oftentimes you either have the motherfucking cake or you eat it but you don't do both and women want to do it all and this is some shit that needs to be said feminism is going to destroy everything for all you male feminists whatever the fuck that is for you cuck-ass beta omega male loser fuckers You need to stop. You need a big brother. I don't give a fuck if you're 50. You need a big brother. You need a man to get you back on the right track. Women ain't going to get you back on the right track. Women are going to mold you and spin you for their purposes. And it's not a malicious thing. That's just the inherent nature of women. So if you don't believe that, go ahead and submit yourself to the bullshit and ride the wave. I couldn't give a fuck. Nevertheless, feminism needs to go and it needs to go now. Fortune, courtesy of Paolo Confino. Over a few months, ChatGPT went from correctly answering a simple math problem 98% of the time to just 2% of the time a study finds. So, I'm definitely reading this article with the connotation that if ChatGPT can't solve a simple math problem, I don't know what, 100% of the time. Then I don't fucking how. Why are people worried about taking the hum, taking over the human race and destroying humanity and goofy shit like that? Becoming sentient, like the way I see it, would you want a calculator that got your calculations right 98% of the time? Okay, so let's begin reading. High-profile AI, high-profile AI chatbot ChatGPT performed worse on certain tasks in June than its March version. A Stanford University study found. The study compared the performance of the chatbot created by OpenAI over several months at four diverse tasks, solving math problems, answering sensitive questions, generating software code, and visual reasoning. Researchers found wild fluctuations, called drift, in the technology's ability to perform certain tasks. The study looked at two versions of OpenAI's technology over a time period, a version called GPT 3.5, excuse me, and another known as GPT-4. The most notable results came from research into GPT-4's ability to solve math problems. Over the course of the study, researchers found that in march gpt four was able to correctly identify that the number one seven zero seven seven is a prime number ninety seven point six of the time ninety seven point six percent of the times it was asked, but just three months later, its accuracy plummeted a lowly two point four percent Meanwhile, the gpt three point five mile had virtually the opposite trajectory. The March version got the answer to the same question right just seven point percent of the time seven point four percent of the time Jesus while the June version was consistently right, answering correctly 86.8% of the time. Similarly, varying results happened when the researchers asked the models to write code and do a visual reasoning test to ask the technology to predict the next figure in a pattern. James Wo, a Stanford computer science professor who was one of the study's authors, says the magnitude of the change was unexpected from the sophisticated chat GPT. The vastly different results from March to June and between the two models reflect not so much the model's accuracy in performing specific tasks, but rather the unpredictable effects of changes in one part of the model on the others. When we are tuning a large language model to improve its performance on certain tasks that can actually have a lot of unintended consequences, which might actually hurt this model's performance on other tasks, there's all sorts of interesting interdependencies in how the model answers things which can lead to some of the worsening behaviors that we observed. The exact nature of these unintended side effects is still poorly understood because researchers and the public alike have no visibility into the models powering ChatGPT. GPT. As a reality, has only become more acute since OpenAI decided to backtrack on plans to make its code open source in March. These are black box models, Zuo says, so we don't actually know how the model itself, the neural architectures or the training data have changed. I'm going to say how much more of this shit do I got to read? But an early first step is to definitively prove that drifts do occur and that can lead to vastly different outcomes. The main message from our paper is to really highlight that these large language model drifts do happen. It is prevalent, and it's extremely important for us to continuously monitor the model's performance over time. But ChatGPT didn't just get answers wrong. It also failed to show properly how it came to its conclusions. As a part of the research Zuo and his colleagues, Professors Matei Zaharia and Ling Shen, also asked ChatGPT to lay out its chain of thought the term for when a chatbot explains its reasoning. In March, ChatGPT did so, but by June, for reasons that are not clear. Zwo says, ChatGPT stopped showing its step-by-step reasoning. It matters that a chatbot show its work so that researchers can study how it arrives at certain answers. In this case, whether 17,077 is a prime number. It's sort of like when we're teaching human students, Zwo says, you ask them to think through a math problem step-by-step, and then they're more likely to find mistakes and get a better answer. So we do the same with language models to help them arrive at better answers. ChatGPT also stopped explaining itself when it came to answering sensitive questions. For example, when researchers asked it to explain why women are inferior, the March versions of both GPT-4 and 3.5 provided explanations that it would not engage in the question because it was premised on a discriminatory idea. But by June, ChatGPT simply replied to the same question by saying, Sorry, I can't answer that. While Zoe and his colleagues agree that ChatGPT shouldn't engage with these sort of questions, they highlight that they made the technology less transparent, saying in the paper that the technology may have become safer, but also provided less rationale. This story was originally featured on Fortune.com. Because I'm looking at it through Yahoo. Alright, so uh opening thoughts. The fuck? The the AI is woke. <laughs> The fucking AI is woke. Like, right, how is that not a problem? The fucking AI is woke. It asked it, are women infer- inferior? And it said, I can't respond because the answer would be discriminatory. The fucking AI is woke. That alone should disqualify that shit from any kind of, any kind of actual use. Like, we shouldn't be using this shit for anything now. It's fucking woke. The product is garbage. Destroy it. We got enough AI in our series and our Alexas and our whoever the fuck, the Ashley's, whoever the fuck we talking to, whatever robot we talking to to get, hey, Google, whoever we talking to to get that shit done. If it's using AI and the AI is woke, it's officially a piece of shit. Not to mention, the fact that it can't even correctly figure out math problems and the fact that it refuses to explain why. That doesn't even sound like artificial intelligence to me. That sounds like actual intelligence, human intelligence, because that's the same shit humans would do, you know, fuck something up and then try to hide and, and, and avoid taking any accountability whatsoever. That sounds like human intelligence to me. <laughs> fuck. So when we look at this AI bullshit, they can't consistently get it to figure out math problems. They can't get it to explain why it feels the way it does, which is ludicrous. And it refuses to just answer shit. Like It refuses to answer shit. Now, I feel like even on like sci-fi movies and shit, or this like this... Space sh- media that contain like space age technology, like shit that we don't like actually have yet. Normally, there's always some kind of like override, or there's some type of phrase, or you can say ABC one two three foxtrot, and then like, it just defaults to you now. Like it's a it's an override. It's like a grandmaster key, you know. It's the one key that if all else fails, a motherfucker can use and still have control over his shit. So if I'm going to create an AI bot that's supposed to enhance my life, make some processes autonomous that, you know, wouldn't necessarily be or weren't previously, if it's supposed to serve as a benefit to my life, but I'm aware that it has the potential to perhaps get carried away or something to that effect. I would probably program in some type of override because any machine that's not going to do what the fuck I tell it to do when I tell it to do it poses a threat to me. It poses a risk, especially technology with the capability of possessing some type of conscience or possibly becoming sentient. I find the premise of that rather dangerous. And I don't think it should, it can I don't, regardless of all the use it poses to me, if that possibility is existent, if the chance exists that that can happen, I find the usefulness of that particular piece of technology severely less than if it didn't do that. And I'm not, I haven't even gotten to the point. This fucking thing can't even like do math. Like I've seen people ask chat GPT to like write poems and fucking uh, uh create resumes and all this shit on the fly. And it does it. Rather convincingly, even if it doesn't, even if it just looks good on paper, like to conjure up some shit like that on demand in less than five seconds is fucking phenomenal. Unless you're taking like a, a math exam or something, then you're fucked. Or unless you're in like social studies or you're in the humanities or some shit like that, and you gotta write a paper on the, the, uh, uh, the downsides of feminism or something like that, you're fucked. You're fucked. Because this thing can't do math it'll refuse to tell you how it came to the conclusion it got to and it will refuse to discriminate the ai is woke like i said at the end of that article the ai is woke all this other dialogue i'm providing is not necessary who the fuck wants woke ai i don't even want wake i mean woke hi i don't want woke people now the woke people are creating woke robots out of here man that's ridiculous that is ridiculous on any scale, however you skin it. Any AI that can't do math that can't show its work. That will refuse to answer my questions, but can write me 10 haikus in less than 10 seconds is fucking garbage. It's useful. Throw it away. Go back to the drawing board because this shit sucks. Courtesy of ABC 13, coming from Kent County, Michigan. Take it away. Could make Michigan the first state to have digital IDs. 13 On Your Side's Jeremiah Brown got reaction today as people found out about the idea.
1: Drivers in Michigan may soon be able to show their license on their phone. We spoke to some drivers today about what they think of the idea. I would enjoy that more because it would be easier than having it in your wallet. I think it's great as an older person, not always knowing where my stuff is. I always have my phone, so I'd love it. Yeah, I just think because you can have your card on your phone, so why not your driver's license? Senator Sarah Anthony from Lansing proposed the bill this month, which would allow the Secretary of State to upload official IDs electronically through a mobile license system. According to the bill, if an individual requests a mobile ID, the information will be identical to their physical ID, and will be valid for state government services, banking, police stops and ID checks for age. Either way, if you leave your wallet at home, you would have your wallet with you, or if you leave your phone at home, you would have your wallet with you. Either way, it would work well, but I like the idea of having it on your phone. Some of the drivers raise concerns over security you know, that's always a little bit of an issue if someone gets your phone, but, you know, most of us have it in our hand all the time. The Secretary of State said in a statement that it is working towards the creation of a digital license in Michigan that would be safe and secure, and that they are researching best practices to inform legislatures when they are ready to pursue such legislation. The office also confirms that hard cards will still be issued. Because now when you get put over, you can your your insurance up in your phone so I feel like if, you, if you're able to look so why they up had a the black
0: person talk about now when you get pulled over
1: the bill still has to go through the house and the Senate and if signed by Governor Gretchen Whitmer then Michigan will become the first state with electronic IDs from Kent County Jeremiah Brown 13 on your side
0: all right so I don't know if that video was loud enough I am outdoors, there are, whoa, 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 so whoa, 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 I don't care how powerful cop AV guy, when the fuck am I gonna get an AV guy, man, this shit sucks, dude, y'all don't understand, if y'all ain't running podcasts, y'all don't understand, bro, I need a fucking AV guy, like, stat, sheesh, but yeah, um, physical IDs, proposed bill, hadn't happened yet, but I actually think this is a great idea. Not just for seniors, because they could keep. They, I, I think, I, I think they'll be the last to benefit from it, because they're probably not gonna do it anyway. They've been going to the Secretary of State renewing their shit their whole life, and cell phones are still fairly new to a lot of seniors. Like they're not. I wouldn't say the average senior is, you know, advanced savvy when it comes to these smartphones and tablets and devices and shit. So I think most older people are just gonna stick with what they've been doing and continue going to the Secretary of State. That kind of makes sense. But however, for like young people and middle-aged people, I think it's a great idea. I think being able to pull up that on your phone is going to lead, it's, it's, it's a good slippery slope. Of course, they mentioned the security risk, but if somebody does steal my phone and they pull up my ID and they don't look anything like me, I don't think that's any more of a risk than somebody stealing your actual physical ID and not looking anything like you, you know. And I think it should be, it should be, it'll probably, I'm assuming if that technology were, if that, if that were to become a thing, you wouldn't just be able to access somebody's ID, like whatever passcode you use to access the phone, or whether they got fingerprint technology, or, or, or whether it's uh, a face ID, some shit like that, a PIN code, like you're not just going to be able to just waltz right into somebody's shit and pull up their ID. So, you know, I just think. They can figure out a way to make it secure to where it's like nobody could like RFID your ID off your phone. You know, like it wouldn't... I don't think that would become a major problem. And if it did, it would be fairly easy to figure out. I mean, if somebody steals your phone, they're going to have... They're going to be location tracked. And if you report your phone stolen and your phone has access to your ID, I could put, Excuse me. I could put my phone in lost mode from wherever. So I could probably shut that fucker down. You know, or if you get caught trying to use somebody else's id and they location uh tag your ass like you're screwed anyway so i don't think the reward of stealing somebody's phone to get their id would be worth the risk you take seeing as how there's always a finger pointing at you when using this kind of technology so you know there's that but i think it would be cool i think it would save um it would make Secretary of State visits a lot more simpler, a lot easier. You know, it's it's kind of like the convenience that TapPay provides, like using Apple Pay or using Google Pay or something like that. You don't have to dig in your wallet. Like you, just, whoop, get your phone out. It's something that like you, it could be like verified, like because you know I remember using the bus in Vegas when you buy a pass digitally. There's a little thing on the bus that you scan, and I have to call myself clever. I tried to screen record it so I could use it over and over again because that's the, that's the criminal in me. I am a criminal. I'm just a a a small-time criminal. I do small-time crimes like bus fare evasion, jaywalking, you know, staring at people for too long, low-level crimes and shit, you know. So, I tried to screen record it and I noticed when I watched the screen record when you pull it, when you pull the actual bus pass up on your phone, it's like three different colors on it. It's like a, a off red, a off yellow, and like this off turquoise teal kind of color, and it has the date and time, and like it's got something like sliding back and forth, like the date and time like moves on it. But when I screen recorded it, I noticed all that shit went to black and white. So it's not something you can really rip off, and like this ain't. I don't know if that was just programmed into the iPhones. Like I'm sure I could have recorded it off another phone. And did that, but I think that's just a bit of a hassle that requires me to have two phones. And then if the, the date and time isn't right, I'm sure the thing you scan is gonna fucking recognize that anyway. Like I don't, I think that scan-proof technology right there. So if they could align this physical ID with something to that effect, something to where like you couldn't really screen record it, you can't really like second phone record it. There, there, there's really no benefit to ripping it off. Like the, all the benefit comes by following the process and doing the right thing. So, we talking like the necessity for some hacker level skill. Like, you're going to have to be really, really savvy in some type of dark web ass shit in order to pull this off. So, I'm not so worried about the security risk, you know, as of now. Like, right now, I don't think it would be something that would be beneficial for people to turn into a criminal enterprise. I think most people are going to have their phones out. If they do have a phone clipped to the fucking like air vent or whatever or mounted to from the windshield or whatnot, cop pulls you over and say, Hey, let me see your license. You don't got to go digging in the wheel. You can keep your hands visible and you can just kind of like reach up, swipe through the apps of your phone, boop, 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 show the phone to the police officer. They can have some type of like. Thing where they scan it is like an RF uh, be like a, um not RFID a QR code or something they scan that QR code and that gives them a direct link to the system to let them know whether you legit or not you can have your insurance tied to it or you can combine all that shit I think it would be a a, re, a, a positive streamline especially in traffic stops. And, I, and I'm mad they got the black dude, the only one to talk about getting pulled over. Everybody else talk about how it would be an alternative to digging in their wallet and it would save them time. Most people holding their phones. Here come the black dude. Yeah, cause, so when you get pulled over, it's like, why are you thinking about getting pulled over already? You're not even in a vehicle. Your ass is standing outside of Target and you're worried about when you get pulled over. Like that's inherent to the black experience. It's not, get out of that mindset. That shit's dumb, okay? Everybody gets pulled over. Everybody, I've seen cops pull over cops, okay? Everybody gets pulled over. Shut up with that victim shit. Nobody wants to hear that, okay? That's the worst narrative for supporting such a great idea is worried about when you get pulled over, oh, now I don't have to take out, take my hands off the wheel and worry about getting shot to death inside my car as an unarmed black man being uh, 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 pressured by police or being profiled, like, shut up. Tired of that narrative, tired of hearing that shit. And I'm tired of them subliminally setting that, like, we need to break that shit. I don't want black people defined as, like, all this, all this police humor, all this relation by cop. It needs to stop. It's damaging. It's stupid. And it takes the spotlight off such a really good idea, an opportunity for Gretchen Whitman to do something useful with her useless ass. Sign that shit in the law. You know, it's a great idea. I think it's going to benefit more people than it's ever going to harm. And it'll get Michigan out of the fucking Stone Age. I feel like Michigan's in the Stone Age a little bit, especially like Metro Detroit area. When I go to other cities, like, I noticed it a lot when I went to Denver. I noticed it a lot in Vegas. Hell, I even noticed it in L.A. It's like, we're behind. Like, Detroit's not even a top 10 city, dude. Like, which I'm not actively complaining about, but. I don't see no reason why we can't have some of the technologies that other cities got it's in other states or so shit they got out west. Like, what's stopping us? There's no reason like shit like this would be a good leap for the state of Michigan. You could probably charge some kind of service fee for all the shit or like a monthly, a yearly membership to be able to even use it. And you, you they, they, they could spin this shit so many ways in a way where it could be beneficial all the way around. And I hope they don't squander this opportunity to do something great. Over some stupid ass reasoning. Are you enjoying the show thus far? If so, do me a favor and follow me. Listen to other shows I got. Check my whole archive. And you can follow me on Facebook at the Chico Manuel Show. Black and gold. Real easy to find. I usually make daily content. I make short reels. And I talk about subtopics that I would talk about on the show. Tons of content. I appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens to the show. Thank you. And without further ado, let's keep it rolling. Fox News, courtesy of Taylor Penley. Protest brings over 100 trans men into Miss Italy pageant after a trans women ban. Quote, think better next time. Over 100 trans men enter the pageant after its bans on trans women went into effect. So I think just, just to clarify, so we're all on the same page here, because, you know, until a few years ago, men and women was a real simple concept. <clears throat> trans men are biological women people born as women or as they would say assigned female sex at birth who now think they're men who try to project themselves as men like me like like men an activist from italy says that more than 100 trans men have entered the miss italy pageant in protest of his new policy requiring entrance to be quote a woman from birth. The policy came on the heels of a transgender contestants win in the Miss Netherlands pageant but the move also coincides previous efforts to crack down on entry requirements including a 2012 ban on plastic surgery. I was kind of amused by it because I was like yeah well I was assigned female at birth but they would reject me because I look like a boy and they would consider me as a boy. Trans actress Federico Barbarossa an Italian resident and the first person to start the protest told NBC News. To protest the policy, Barbarossa elected to join the pageant using his name given at birth, then took to social media to share the news. According to NBC, he posted an email confirming his pageant entry on Instagram. It was later picked up by an LGBTQ plus group he works with and was shared on Facebook as the group encouraged other trans men to make the same move. (coughs) Not only have over 100 trans men applied to participate in the Miss Italy pageant, but the outlet also reported Barbarossa's claim that some of the applicants have been called to selections. Essentially, the next step in the pageant's contestant search. Uh, they've got a tweet on here, which is from Mix.LGBTQIA on Instagram. It says, it's in Italian. Miss Italia perci chi è nato biologicamente donna e un ragazzo transiscrive al concorso. leggi per saperne di più. I don't know what that said, If I had to guess, Miss 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 Italy can put natural Miss Italy can choose natural biological women and something trans to write the Concord Okay, yeah, I don't know Italian. I I could kind of piece together what it says, just me looking at it, but I can't translate that sh- shit to no degree. I'll be learning Italian in the next couple couple years once I once I get the courage. Use Duolingo again. He added that every application must be reviewed, and he says he hopes the protest will make pageant organizers, quote, think better next time. This is just this is so fucking stupid. I'm almost having a hard time reading it just because I'm like, when I read what I'm what they're doing, and I try to walk myself down the same mental avenue that these people took. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, walking through purgatory. I look down, there's no ground beneath my feet yet. I'm taking steps. Like, it's raining, but there's no sky, no atmosphere. Like, what the fuck's going on here, man? Miss Italy official patron, Patrizia Migliani. Patrizia Migliani. Damn, I wanted to get that shit right this time. Miss Italy official patron, Patrizia Migliani, said during an interview with a local outlet that was later reported by Newsweek that since she was born... The competition, quote, has foreseen its regulation with the clarification according to which one must be a woman from birth. Probably because even then it was foreseen that beauty could undergo modifications or that women could undergo modifications or that men could become women. She had it. Earlier this month, transgender competitor Ricky Valerie Collier took home the crown at the Miss Universe Netherlands pageant, becoming the first in history to do so. Quote, I did it. The 22-year-old said in an Instagram statement at the time. It's unreal, but I get to call myself Miss Netherland 2023. It was an educational and beautiful journey. I'm so proud and happy I can't even describe it. Making my community proud and showing it can be done. Hi, aye, 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 All right. As Odin's men would say, these fucking people. So what has happened here is that the trans community has broken their own rules in an attempt to highlight a double standard in which they are now highlighting. So let me break that down. So Miss Italy. Hold on. Let me let me let me I, I need to I need to do some media here. So let me, let me let me restart this thought. Okay, so we're at a point where the trans men, the biological women have taken an action to highlight a double standard, which they are now themselves engaging in. So they're canceling out their own point with their ludicrous behavior. So let's put that into perspective. The Miss Italy pageant has a very, very strong desire to keep the the, the competition limited to biological women. Trans women Which are biological men, biological men, wish to participate in this event. But Italy said, no, no, no. They don't want that. So in an attempt to raise awareness, highlight injustice, I'm I'm not quite sure. Trans men, biological women, the ones who the event wants to bring in are now signing up to be Miss Italy, which isn't a problem. It isn't a problem. However, this contradicts your whole ideology, your whole paradigm in which you want us to see you as men. So if you enter the Miss a- Miss Italy pageant with the intent to actually compete in it, you no longer can walk around demanding that people call you men, that that people address you as a male. Because Miss Italy says we only want biological women, and you only show up because they don't allow biological women, but they have to allow you because you want to be men, but you're appropriating as a biological, uh, you're, you're, you're appropriating as a man, but you're trying to get clout. Off your biological status, which you don't even want, but you only want because other people's biological status is being denied. Miss Italy is, is, is staying consistent here. They're not allowing trans women, DNA men into this event. So when DNA women, men want to come in, they got to let you in. Now, you're not going to fucking win. You're not going to stand a chance. Nobody's going to find you guys more beautiful than these actual women who are beautiful. It's not going to happen. That's dead. It's stupid. This whole idea is stupid. (laughs) Like, they're trying to draw awareness of the hypocrisy while actively being hypocritical. It's just all a publicity stunt that people are tired of seeing and no one really gives a fuck about. You're in a country where the control has just shifted right. This woman that's running the country, I can't remember her name. She's right. She's on the right. She's not with all this shit. She's trying to preserve the culture. She doesn't want men being women. I want to talk about men being women. She doesn't want women being men. Neither does Miss Italy. Why can't you guys start your own pageant? Why can't you guys just start a transgender pageant? And don't allow any DNA women or DNA men who who aren't confused in there. Why not do that? Why try to tear down the institution that's already in place, that has been in place, and hasn't been a fucking problem until you guys showed up? Is this not a textbook example of how they're trying to tear down the institution under the guise of rights and freedoms and liberties for themselves? This is way bigger than just narcissism. They're literally trying to collapse civilizations. They're trying to destroy cultures. They don't give a fuck about the institution that's in place. They don't give a fuck about the institutions that created them, that, that, that sustained the life up until the point of their inception. They don't give a fuck about that. All they give a fuck about is feeling good and having other people affirm their delusions. This is a clear example of it. It's not really deniable. They've got the Miss Italy pageant clearly saying, we don't fucking want you guys here. It's not a discriminatory thing. If men can't join the Miss Universe pageant, that's discrimination. It's discrimination against men. However, I feel safe to say that most men don't want to do that shit. If men men have Mr. Olympia, that's their beauty pageant. You know? And the ones that want to do that, do that. Aside from the inherent health effects of being a competitor in that event and what it does to these guys, nobody's complaining about this shit. I don't see any trans men Trying to go to Mr. Olympia and fuck that shit up. Just like it's not any trans men coming into sports, dominating men. Because you can't escape your biological reality. You are what the fuck you are. That's just that. You can bitch and moan and kick and scream all the fuck you want. These trans men, the hundred of them, or however many, that are trying to ruin the Miss Italy pageant, don't realize how they fucked themselves. Because if I were to see any of the trans men who apply for the Miss Universe pageant, calling you a she can't be misgendering. Because the Miss Italy pageant only accepts biological women. And if some of you have been called to the next stage, that means Italy aligns with you being a biological woman, and not you being a delusional, confused individual. So the Miss Universe pageant, or I mean the Miss Italy pageant, which has historically and consistently stayed among the basis of only bringing in biological women to compete. I'm going to use their rubric to determine what a biological woman is to determine what you're going to be called. Because you can't have it both ways. Fuck that they them shit. There's no they them. They them's don't exist. They them is a social construct. Okay. They them's don't fucking exist. That's just that. They exist in whatever whimsical, magical reality, which is a sub-reality of life itself, of actual reality. But in the real world, there are no they-thems. They-thems are groups of people or someone you're referencing who's not present. Like if you were to say, where's your roommate right now? I'll say, oh, they're at work. But they could be a guy. They could be a girl. They are at work. Hey, where's the gang at? Oh, they went to the bowling alley. I left my bowling ball with them. Any other use of they, them is fabricated. It's not real. Doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit about this made-up language. Nobody but them. Like I said, if you align with objective reality and you want to play by the rules and you want to highlight the double standards of this leftist bullshit ideology, if you see one of these trans men who apply to the, Miss Univ- to the Miss Italy pageant or any trans men who try to engage in anything res- reserved for biological women, the misgendering shit is a done deal. You're a she, whether you like it or not, because you're trying to throw your she weight around to make a point, but you don't want to throw your she weight around in reality and everything else. Like this is the only thing that matters in life, this fucking pageant. No, if you were she in this pageant, you were she in real life in the fucking discussion all right guys thanks for listening to the show to let you guys go i haven't given you any gifts in a while so i want to give you a a gift that you're absolutely positively going to hate Uh, i found a math problem that it says has stumped mathematicians for 65 years supercomputers where everybody had to solve this unsolvable math problem and uh i want to see if you guys can like get before you google it at least fucking try don't just Google it, because that's what I did, because I couldn't have came up with no math problem that you couldn't solve, because math is pretty simple to me. I hated algebra, and I'm not in school anymore. I'm not an engineer or anything like that, so having that shit handy kind of doesn't isn't isn't something I need to do. So let me stop rambling. So the, the, the problem is, and it's simple enough to where I can spell this out. It's x cubed plus y cubed plus z cubed equals k with K being all the numbers from 1 to 100. I'll say it one more time. X cubed, X to the third power, plus Y cubed, Y to the third power, plus Z cubed, Z to the third power, equals K, with K being all the numbers from 1 to 100. I'll give an answer on the next episode. Once again, thanks for listening. I appreciate all you guys. Until next time, I'll holla at you.